Hello, awesome people. Welcome to Embrace the Pivot. I'm Dr. C. Robinson, your host for the show. Join me as we discover what pivoting actually means and how you can embrace your pivot during life's transition. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Today is actually my birthday. I'm feeling a certain way this year. It's my last year in my 30s before the big 4-0. Um, it's been quite a year, needless to say. A lot has happened, uh, some good, some bad, some awesome, and I am just embracing it. Here's to another interesting year. We'll leave it at that. I hope everyone is doing good. As a reminder, Next week, we are taking a Thanksgiving break. I hope that all of you, in one way or another, are able to spend it with your family and just really reflect on what you're grateful for this year. Uh, I always feel that things can always be worse, uh, as they can always be better, but as long as you focus in on what you're thankful for, what you're grateful for, doesn't seem so bad after all. My guest today is all the way from Amsterdam. She has created a product called the Inner Compass Cards. And what it's supposed to help you do, especially as an entrepreneur, is subconsciously you pick a card and that's your mind, that's your body, that's your soul's way of saying, here's what you should focus on. Here's what you need to heal. Here's what you need to do. And the compass cards are a way to help you focus and go in the direction that you need to go in, in order to make your goals reality. She is incredible. She has had so many pivots in her professional career, but they all led her to this moment to creating this product. And she's even launching a children's line to help children be able to focus, deal with anxiety, and know that it's okay. They will figure out what they should do in life, their purpose in life. So everyone, please give a big welcome to Neil Von Lear. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honor. Yeah. So... Why don't you share with my listeners your background and what sparked the idea for the Inner Compass card? It's quite a long story what I did in my past. <laughs> uh, after university, I, uh, I actually started um, evening school in, in fashion. So, uh, and during the day, I was a fashion stylist for the magazines, like, uh, well, we all know them, you know, the, the fashion magazines. And um, in hindsight, I can say that I was a little bit too sensitive for that uh, industry. I didn't know it back then, but uh, it was a lot of hard work for a few money. And um, um, so actually... I kind of gave up. I think I was talented being a stylist and the creative, you know, the, to, to tell a story in like six photograph, uh, photographs. But then um, 
uh, I thought, who are the people sitting front row? This was all ego, obviously. <laughs> who, are, <laughs> who are the people sitting front row in the, in, at Fashion Week, you know? And I thought, oh, that's the journalist. So I applied at the one of the biggest um, Dutch newspapers, and I got a job at their um, weekend supplement. It's a little bit like the New York Times um, magazine in the weekend. Yeah, so I got a job there, but it was not fulfilling in the end, and I couldn't really write <laughs> so uh, about fashion. Um, later on, it seems that I could write, actually, um, when it came to my other uh, passion, which is consciousness and the subconsciousness, um, and all those writings I used for um, yeah, my current project, uh, the Inner Compass Cards. And in between, there was there were there were even more jobs. I had this uh, hat hunting recruitment agency. Um, so I've always been independent, actually. Even the job at the um, as the newspaper was freelance. And I'm from an entrepreneur's family. My uh, mom uh, had a pet store, actually, <laughs> and my father had this gardening um, company. Yeah, and even my all of my uncles and aunties and grandfathers um, were entrepreneurs. So it's in the blood somewhere. <laughs> uh, it, it, it runs deep for you. It runs deep and I have not even... Well, I think I applied for a job once and I didn't get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I've never had a boss and I think that suits me. <laughs> I think this is... Uh, yeah, I think uh, it's better for me to... Um, it's not that I'm dominant, but it's uh, I know what I want, and I know, um, and I don't see obstacles. I think that's um, you know in business that's a pretty good thing because I initiate things, and I know it will it will I will get there, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so then you had your own agency. And then was it during that time having your own agency that you decided to uh, start the Inner Compass cards? Not really. I needed a, I needed a pretty big breakdown uh, in order to, to get that and to see. I, I, to be honest, it didn't come with an idea. You know, sometimes you, you have a good idea and it comes obviously from most I, it was there was no willpower behind it. It kind of happened to me. So I had this breakdown. I had a really really bad insomnia, and I couldn't sleep for months. And then, well, there's nothing left of the um, of a proper working immune system and nervous system. So I had to recover from that. And the recovery actually took several years. And I think it was in the second year um, I was still trying to to uh, keep the company together but I was you know I was in such a bad shape that it was you know the last of all my priorities and um, you know when 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 it comes to your health you have only one uh, you have only one priority left and I really needed rest at that time and um, with that rest and silence I opened myself up I think for to be able to receive the yeah, the, the messages that wanted to come to me in order to create uh, these, cards, these cards. So I first had the um, writings for the cards and I didn't even know it was going to be cards. I really thought that I heard, I kind of 
had this voice in my head that said like you have to share it with the world but i was so insecure about it and it was the, i just didn't see it and then until it was obvious and um i was sitting in meditation and after meditation i used to um because i couldn't even go to yoga i was in such a bad shape that my only ritual of the day became pulling a card so one morning i was um i was drawing cards and i thought wow this is it you know this is what my writings are for they are so sh they are sh short and um uh, i think it's my talent to bring all these you know all these themes that you encounter um when you commit to the personal growth personal development kind of path um and all these themes i'm it's I think it's my, my, it's my gift to bring that to the essence. That's actually the only way. I couldn't write a book about vulnerability like Brene Brown, but I can bring it to the essence, everything that I learned about it and that I integrated about it. Because I have been very passionate about spirituality um, for over 10 years when I, uh, when I started doing this. Wow. So first came the writings. And then after you... Uh, recognize that they should be cards. What was your next step in the process to turning the inner compass cards into an actual business? It took a little while before I noticed that this project needed my full focus. So when I um, when I noticed that I started to manifest money because you know i um i had all my um i was kind of broke because <laughs> i i needed everything all my savings i needed for my recovery so um uh and then there is this new business product you know of a project that um that wants all your attention and in in holland it's a little bit different it's really hard to find investors if you're not well known and um so i tried it but i also felt that this is not the way so i started manifesting money because you know that was kind of i didn't even know it was gonna be my new job or my career or whatever but i was very much into all these things law of attraction and personal development and i i went pretty deep actually so i thought okay practice what you preach if you need what 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 do you need and i was like i thought okay i need 35 thousand euros i didn't know why I, it was that amount i think because it was kind of easy to manifest <laughs> so um so i went for it and the bizarre thing is that it came to me in a miraculous way so that was that really made me feel like okay life is carrying me now I've, i really felt carried by life and um so i knew okay this project has to be born one way or not or another and um uh, and from that moment on i um it was a life insurance kind of thing that no one knew about my grandfather started it for for me and um no one knew about it so it was and my mother my mother's um bookkeeper found this envelope so it was really miraculously <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. And that gave me the push to really see it as a business. You know, I, this is all, I think most people in business, if you, in hindsight, it's all little steps that, you know, that you, I also had a few companies and ideas and, 
I kickstarted some some startups um, which did not really see well they 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 saw daylight <laughs> but they never made it you know or they never became healthy uh, businesses yeah now I, I do have a healthy business um, um, but it all came step by step so talk to me about how you said you started a couple companies but they weren't healthy how were you able to remain steadfast even during um, your the health issue that you experienced? How were you able to remain steadfast and say, I don't want a job, I don't want to work for anyone else, and I will find a way to be able to provide for myself? Yeah, I think the key word here is trust. So the moment that I started to fear, um, you know, my own future or the, the new company or a project, then you, you don't want fear in your company, I think, because then you're going to manifest that, you know? So sometimes you just know it, that it's a good idea and that it's going to be, uh, that it has to be um, created. So... Um, I really, and this is actually what I do, what I teach people to get to their true potential. You know, there is this, there's this authentic part of you that knows what you're here for, what your, what your biggest potential is. And it can be taking care of your children or it can, can be taking care of other, other people's children. It can be business, but there is this, there is this truth. And, um, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, it's my biggest passion to guide people there to their true selves. So now, since you launched the Inner Compass cards, how has the brand expanded? Um, organically <laughs> is the best <laughs> answer. Yeah, we've never had. Well, the thing is, um, the first year went so well, and the first. Um, the, the first stock was sold uh, pretty easily. So I could um, pay for new, uh, I had the funding for the new production with the, with the first, from selling from the first st stock. So I had this, I'm pretty proud of that. And then <laughs> until Corona, <laughs> until the COVID uh, episode, I was able to fund everything myself. So, which also meant, and that's not a very American way of doing things, but here in, um, in this part of Europe, in Holland, where I'm from, we have, um, we, ha we are very Calvinistic, um, which means that we kind of keep and play small. We keep ourselves small and we play small, like because it's kind of not done to be outstanding. So that's the opposite of America, I would say. Yeah, that that's so interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. So what I so I was just very proud of funding, you know, all of the printings um, and all of the people that I hire myself. But that also means that there was no budget for sales and marketing kind of activities. So, um, so we've never done that. So it really grew by, um, how do you call it in English? Worth by mouth? Word by mouth, yeah. Yeah. So um, debt and Instagram is um, and a little bit of publicity and then 
we had the right publicity on goop.com. So that was really nice. Yeah, so I'm really proud of our first three years exactly now. Yeah, yeah congratulations. Thank and you. And if you can talk about it, you're now launching a children's line, correct? Yep. This is what I um, what I was compelled to while quarantined. So in quarantine, um, I was in I was in LA, and uh, a lot of people know that it was pretty much a ghost town in the first uh, first month. So there was literally not. I was there for events. And I was booked by Goop and a few yoga studios to uh, offer workshops and talks. And, um, well, that didn't happen. So, and I had literally, I was in an Airbnb in Venice. And there was oh. nothing, like literally, as we all know, nothing to do. So um, I started writing. Uh, well, it's, it's actually, I had this wish for a very long time, but I didn't know when I was ready for it. And now I had the space and time. So I started writing cards for kids. And um, yeah, it's been an amazing process. And what does that look like? How is that different than the adult version? <laughs> Obviously, uh, it's different in language because I really want to speak to the to the um, to the kids. And for me, the the difference in creating it and in and in and in integrating all these things and downloading all the words, it's the difference for me is that with if I create tools for adults, grown-ups, then we have to kind of relearn all those things, you know, about our true selves. And um, so it's really like reconnecting to this part and, you know, uh, try to get the walls down and all this trauma and pain and ego. And with the kids' cards, uh, the approach was a little different because I think a lot of kids are still very pure and um, um, and light. And you know, so it's so I really want to ex ex encourage them to 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 stay like that, to keep being you. You know, don't let all these what I call ego is usually pain and trauma. And, you know, it, I think that starts at a young age, um, unfortunately. Yeah. So with the cards, how has your vision for them transitioned or evolved since you first started? One is um, the original Inner Compass cards are to find direction in life. And the second one, the Inner Compass Love cards, um, they offer guidance for all the relationships we have. So to find direction in love. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then now the kids cards. Yeah, I think, well, the, the brand name says it all. It's all about finding or using your Inner Compass. So the vision has never changed, and um, and I don't think it will, actually. <laughs> what have the cards taught you about yourself? Well, the first thing that occurs is what, how the entire world, as you take it in, is a projection of your insight. I kind of knew that before, like, by, you know, reading... Uh, uh, books from beautiful teachers um, but I think the cards really helped me to integrate 
a lot of you know these themes but this one um came to me first the that the entire world is a projection of your inner world yeah it's so true when people say that because when you look around and if you're having a bad day and all you're focusing on is everything that's going wrong, I find that more stuff goes wrong for you. And when you're able to calm your mind and really evaluate what's going on and that you are the one manifesting that, I feel that puts you back into control. And then um, you feel that you can choose how your day is going to go. So I really love that. Yeah, um, me too. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know you have a lot of these moments, but what is one of your proudest moments with the creation of the inner compass cards? It's pretty easy. Um, every time we receive a message from wherever in the world, um, that people are really opening up and that they have had life-changing experiences um, because they felt supported by the cards. I love that. Yeah, yeah a little push yeah. well in a gentle yeah. way, like a little push forward. Yeah. yeah. If someone came to you stating that they were about to pivot or transition in their career or life, what would be three essential steps you would share with them to help make it successful? Yeah, what was really important to me and also the big difference uh, between all my the previous things that I tried <laughs> and pivoted and pivoted is, and now, is focus. So that for me, that was the huge game changer. Um, but also um, intuition. So I used to, I used to think that I knew everything and that my mind <laughs> had to, you know, that I, I was controlling my life from the mind. And then, you know, I know people hear it always like, oh, you have to listen to your heart. <laughs> but <laughs> when I, when I started to uh, to to learn more about intuitive living and to really dive into that and to integrate it and to start to just start living it because this whole company and my whole life is intuitively now i have only a few uh meetings like this you know very important ones <laughs> in my <laughs> agenda and um and no to-do list no no agenda kind of uh, except for the important things so that's yeah, it's a, for me. It's about surrendering to where, and to 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 be open where life brings you instead of where you control things. Ah, I you know you're the first person to say that. That's really interesting. So, how are you able to let go of that control? Because so many people want to control their destiny. So yeah. how are you? Yeah. How can you let that go? I know this is so big and um, it's always the, um, the, the topic in, in, in interviews like this or, or, or in my workshops or talks because I used to be a total control freak and now this and actually I started with faking it <laughs> until I made ah. it. <laughs> so um, 
you know, because I read so much about it, but I, but I was carrying it as knowledge and I was not living it. And then yeah, really step by step, like, like, and little tricks, like asking yourself, like, is this my ego? Is this my mind telling me this? Is this my heart? Is this my soul telling me this? And, and there is this part of you, we have, we are, we are more than our mind and our body. And most people know that by, by now. And um, although we were, I was not raised with that idea. Um, and I think a lot of us weren't, but, um, uh, but you know, it's a, it's a big, it's a big trend now, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and there is this, you're, you, you know it. If you ask questions to yourself, you know where the answer is from. You know, deep down, you know when you are um, fooling or sabotaging yourself. So if you dare to sit down and to, to look at that, it takes a lot of courage, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the whole society is based on controlling with our minds, and to you know, we are. I was raised by the idea of okay, think about it very well before you make a decision, and what are the pros and what are the cons. And but actually, the moment that I started listening to my heart instead, and and then with my heart, I mean, you know, the very first uh, glimpse of, of of an answer, or if you if you feel. You have to jump into a project, or if you feel you go, you have to go on that trip. Um, you know that there is something magical waiting for you. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I'm gonna start practicing that today because I very much I like the control to feel that I'm in control of what I'm creating and sharing with the world, but. I wonder now with stepping back for a moment and just being in the moment and feeling that and going with the feeling how different things might be. So thank you. You gave me something to work on for today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Very well. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I'm kind of... I, I, I kind of got addicted to the magical moments, to be honest. <laughs> so when there is a lot of space and time left, then there is always, there's always this one thing that, that, that needs your attention. And if you, give it, if you give it that attention, it's, you know, things go effortlessly, which is already magical. Yeah, I have a lot of magical encounters. For example, every week of, well, several times a week. Um, I, that quote, I got addicted to the magical moments should be a t-shirt. That is just <laughs> so precious right there. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. it. Yeah, you know, it's a paradox because then you kind of try to control it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a purpose and I, I know I should not. Um, let go of control for a purpose, but just, you know, let's see. It's all about um, having the courage to let happen what needs to happen. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Thank you for sharing. And how can they find you on social media? We're on Instagram, Inner Compass Cards. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, Neil, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Embrace the Pivot.
Thank you for having me and inviting me. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Embrace the Pivot. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving, and I will see you in two weeks. You can follow me, Dr. C, on Instagram at Embrace the Pivot. I hope all of you embrace your pivot.